Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Potter. Uh, hey there. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Ridecast.com network. Today's very special guest is a legend in the stand-up comedy the business. <laughs> she has had stand-up specials on HBO, Comedy Central, and Logo. She was recently on Colbert doing stand-up comedy. She has had off-Broadway hit shows, The Judy Show, My Life is a Sitcom, and 25 Questions for a Jewish Mother. She's appeared in Shakespeare in the Park, Taming of the Shrew. That's no joke. She's appeared in off-Broadway musicals. She has appeared on TV in Woody Allen's Crisis in Six Scenes. Louis, Broad City, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, The Jim okay, Gaffigan Show. Bio. <laughs> that's an old bio. <laughs> Inside Amy Schumer, 30 okay. Rock, two no, programs. Old, old, old. She has written uh, for the old. New York Times, The Huffington Post, CNN.com, which I'll talk about at the end for the thing you wrote today. She has won Emmys writing and producing The Rosie O'Donnell Show. She has a new album out called Kill Me Now, which is the same name as her hit podcast on CBS. No, and it's not on CBS. What is it on? No, it's just on, it's off CBS. Off CBS. Off CBS. It's just wherever you get wherever your podcast. You, like right. iTunes. iTunes. Great. Stitcher, whatever the hell and they are. And now she's here, and I was going to say, I finally get to talk, but well, maybe not. It's Judy Gold. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Woo! Can you lower my headphones yes, before I, I have a fucking, yeah. How's that? Now I can't hear a fucking thing. How's that? <laughs> no, it's going in and out again. In you got to plug this why. shit. All right, there you go. There the you better? go. Okay, okay, yeah. Hopefully we'll Oh my God, old bio. Where did you get that? This is on your website. No, I, t- I sent them a new fucking bio. Right. I hate everyone. No one does their job. <laughs> All right, this is going to be good. Let's topic number one? Topic number one is the first First corner is Judy Gold. Listen, I, th- you're the one person or one of five people. I don't watch anybody anymore to a stand-up right. comedy. I can't take it. It's horrible. The last minute. I see everybody's last right, minute. Right, right, right. You know? But if you're on stage, I got to watch for five minutes. Oh, that's so nice, You're Leonard. one of those people because it doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or ugly, I like to call it. It's why you got to see this. Oh, <laughs> and, Lenny, that's very sweet. People she, go running in. like They do? They yeah. do. They run to the back. You know, I think a lot of them don't want to be there to, like... If you ever notice, a lot more people that when you went up are standing in the back like oh, when you get off. Lenny, that makes me feel so good. I mean, you're one of those people. You just have this huge presence on Thank stage. You. And it doesn't Lenny, matter if I it's going you. well or not. No, I can't. I don't right? care. It's funny either way. I'm like, I, I have hate. To I, li- I kind of like it better when they're assholes because <laughs> then I get to yell at them but and tell them they're stupid. Them. Right. Yeah, yeah, we don't know them. I'm just like, ugh, you're so annoying because they're annoying. Like, you come to a comedy club, fucking laugh. Uh, All right. Sorry. But you love stand up comedy. We talked about right. this, right? You love doing it. I know. It's so, and it's so depressing because I, I love, I love, like, I love it so much. Like, I'm still, I'm 56. I'm still out, what, five nights a week? You know? Right. And I, I think I'd die if I couldn't do it. But then then the business aspect of it of like, you know, you can't, you, you know, you're not selling seats in this club. Like the clubs on the road are so awful. I like I had, a, I was in Fort Myers yep. that, and there's a guy in the front. Like they're just drunk. Like, do, do you, I mean. The dynamic on the road. People go, you oh don't go on the road. God. I'm like, talking why? It's horrible. Why on the road? You got to just pick the club. Who said the road 
It's just you for money, do, money, money. Yeah. yeah what it. about if you just do theaters on the road? Like yeah. Hard, it's just you gotta. To yeah, plan. they're hard to fill. I mean, I like doing cabaret rooms. Anyway, this one guy. I mean, it's really. It was like 1950. Okay. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> you know, they're drunk, they're talking, oh, and then he's, you know, he says, "Oh yeah, my wife says I'm Jewish because I'm cheap." <laughs> and I'm just like, why am I here? I'm away from my home. It's <laughs> awful. No, this is the kind of a monologue I talk and you listen this for yeah. the next 45 minutes. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, yeah. They always have to say something and talking and the club owners don't want to kick them out because then they lose the drinks right that's so it's about not about the comic drink. anymore right no. that's why the comedy cellar is a lot of fun because right. it's not about somebody's asked me last night what was the strip like back in the day i'm like the strip was amazing oh my day. god remember our, like you go there on a weekend the walls it was would like shake, yeah right? but with that said this i think the cell is even better than that was right. because even though the strip, the walls would shake, we think about it in good terms. There was always somebody talking back to you. There was always somebody. Right. It was a, the wait staff. It was all about selling the drinks. Right, right. The seller is more about the show. You know, like, you know the comedy addict. Have you ever been there in Bloomington, no. where Henry went to college in Indiana? Um, is is a club? It's it's perfect. Perfect. Yeah, because I was afraid to go. He all he cares about is stand up. There you go. There's a lot of places. He like won't it. even sell hard liquor. <laughs> yes, yeah, so cool. he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. There is places Acme. out there that have that. Yeah. Remember Acme, like so. Where yeah, Acme, Appleton, Wisconsin. Yeah, there was I never went there. Yeah, there was a, you know, there's just some rooms. What that about are really Seattle, amazing. San Francisco? Those some places, some places yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, we've done, you know, and you can do a th theaters are so much better too because they don't really sell alcohol. They're there to see you, right? It's like, you know? yeah, I. There, the difference is when you go to a theater, they're already listening, you know, and you have to keep their attention. When you go to a comedy club, you have to get their attention. It's not. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, and and it also depends on who they put up in front of you. That's right. You know, they, they I use their own middle. Who's the right? Hey, oh, he's really he's good. Go, does the radio morning, oh, the morning God. radio, <laughs> and, uh, and, and like I, I remember being in Marietta, Georgia, years and years ago. I remember, remember, um, what's you know, Lorena Bobbitt chopped the right. dick off of the. Yeah. So the guy does a j dick joke about you know the p cop picking the dick up off the ground and yeah. like oh you pick it up no you pick it up right then he does a joke about how he and his brother measure the size of their shits okay <laughs> oh, God. and then he brings me up yeah, and then as a woman you know yeah. and then i did i used to have a joke about how i'm not a transvestite because everyone you know i had short hair and everyone used to think i was a transvestite and then i did a whole joke about that and they would be like "Ooh," <laughs> you know because it had a di it said you know i said i pulled my my dick out whatever right, right. It's it's I mean, it, it the, I, they ugh. set it up for failure is what it is. You right. know what I mean? Right. Why your headline is Judy Gold? Come up with two guys in front of her or women. Will, I don't or, care. Or Just comics. I mean guys in general. Comics. Yeah. Comics not, yeah. in general that will will make the show great. Right. Who like you think that's like oh that's think. a joke that I'm going to be listening. Who right. make the audience listen and right. not like. But ooh, the, ooh, ooh, has the road gotten worse or is it always is it? It's, I think it's, it's gotten always, worse and especially with Trump. But we're not talking about yeah, politics. Not okay. yet. Not <laughs> yet. All right. Not yet. And but when when did you uh do you knew you were going to be a comic like from the get go? I was nineteen. Someone uh I was in my door. I might have been eighteen. I don't know. Uh, eighteen or nineteen. It was Secret Santa's, and it was a dare. And I did the first set on my dorm room lounge, and <laughs> that was it. That you was were here it. in New York. I was school? at Rutgers. What was oh, your you degree? Were at Rutgers. Huh? What was your degree? music? Music? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can play the piano. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty good. And you could sing. And Not you've done really. all this stuff. Well, but I your mean, first, I can. but I your first, seen you in a musical. All right. Scene. <laughs> all right. But your first dare, you go up and just not crush it. 
Like you're just, oh shit, this is pretty fun. Like you know right away. No, I crushed it the first You yeah, usually yeah. crush it the first time, don't you? Yeah, and the, the second time, time you really want to fucking kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. But and it's like cocaine. You go, well, I did have that one first time, you know. They get you with the first yeah. one. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you bring all your, a lot of your friends in there yeah. and you're, you're amped to do it. And right. it's just something about the first time. And yeah. If you bomb the first three times, that's the ones where you right. see people like, hmm. So after that, you start rolling into New York after school. So then there was a, I just, and it's so funny because I just had dinner with Bill Schiff on, no, the night before last. And, um, and he, he, Adrian Tolsch, uh, he was uh, judging a talent contest at Rutgers and I won and I got to do a show. They were doing campus comedy and they, he, Adrian Tolsch and Larry Amrose, this is like 1982, were, uh, doing a show at Rutgers and I, my prize was I got to perform on this show for five minutes and they were like, oh my God, you're so funny. And Adrian invite, I'm like 18, 19, (laughs) hanging out in the back of Catch a Rising Star, watching like Larry David and Ronnie Shakes and like just all these amazing, uh, I mean, you know, uh, Belzer was hosting. It was amazing. When you watch that and it's compared to now, like, is that just, were they just so much better or was it just a different time? It was all about, it was it there was no distractions you know what i mean it was all about the stand up it wasn't about social media or th- it was free it, it i i don't know it was sort of more pure hmm. you know especially when larry would go on <laughs> yeah. say something and look at the audience and go uh, i don't know and then he'd throw <laughs> the mic down again uh-uh, bye <laughs> yeah, that, they, yeah, yeah you do that today they don't book you yeah again. right right yeah. but he was but it was and it was such a close-knit like i just had elaine boozler on my podcast and oh, it just man. for her to talk about being the only really the only woman and right. how you know richard lewis and and um well, Andy Kaufman, all these people just embracing her and go, like you go, girl. Right. You know, it, oh, it, she was big. We used to, my yeah. my in my family, Elaine Bluesler was huge because she had that great curly hair. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and just my sister kind of had the same yeah. look. Wow, she's Jewish. And uh, <laughs> yeah, but it was you know such a great joke writer. Yeah. She was she was yeah. great. She was fabulous. Yeah. Um. And she I had no is. idea how tiny she was. When, I know until the- <laughs> larger than life when I grew up, but she's tiny. I know. Um. When Jessica is in here, we always talk about this craziness, and maybe you can put it into perspective. We always talk, no matter where we are, we seem, because we're Jewish and people don't quite understand, we, right. we have this level that we can talk on. Like, we understand each other right, on right, this right. weird, like, dolphin-esque right. level. And so I feel that with you as well. Like, when you and I talk, we kind of get each other. We right. all do in right. some ways, especially the comics. Yes. Can you... Can you explain that? Why? Like, why did we all just live this similar experience? I think I do. All right. This is my theory. Okay. Is that we have been kicked out of. I mean, you go back (laughs) generations in each person's family and it's the same fucking story, you know? And so I think that we're all we're all brought up in this environment of don't forget, you know, like it's the hysteria is like. It's re- it's based on reality. Like they're gonna come and get us. Uh, make sure you uh, make sure you pack a lunch, make a clean underwear. <laughs> you know, and like it's, I'd be home f- five minutes late. Where were you? It was always like, right. oh my god, she's dead. But <laughs> yeah, you know, same thing as me. They take it to the right, and it's just because. That's that was it. brought down generation. Ge- like, I mean, your do parents, we do that now? But you'll see with your with your beautiful daughter uh, that you are you're gonna oh, be like, shit. oh my god, <laughs> I can't fucking believe I just said that. <laughs> like it's 
It's no, unbelievable. No, there are definitely things. I'm, you know, but I I'm trying to explain this to like a Neil. Or, no, yeah. I I just love that you just unloaded a secret conspiracy theory that you you're speak. You guys are all speaking a different language. Like, <laughs> well, that's we just my get it. It's it, you know what it is. You know what it is. It's like yeah. there's no. There's no, yeah. there's no, that period of time we were like, wait, do I get, the, wait, what does this person mean? It's never, never, there's never any, okay, this is a really Jewy yeah. uh, reason. <laughs> like, this is a real Jewy answer to this thing. Okay. okay, when my father died, I was 27, and I used, to, I was on the road all the time, and I used to go to say Mourner's Cottage for him on Saturday mornings, right. no matter where I went. And I remember, as a 27-year-old, I'd bring a skirt, I mean, I was so Jewy, <laughs> and, um... I'd go to these synagogues on Saturday morning, like no one knew me, and I would walk in. They're singing the same songs. Yeah. I, I like I I I knew exactly what was in everyone's refrigerator or yeah. what they were doing. You know, it was it's, it's just safety this about it too. Is yeah, a, is a community. Yeah, is it is a community, and there's yeah. a secret like high pitch. Yeah, there is sound a <laughs> that you guys are really talking. Yeah, about. No. So, oh yeah. But when we go places, I'm not really outside. hearing what you're really saying. To yeah, each but other. It, you do feel <laughs> you do feel like other. You know, yes. when you go out. You do feel like a minority right. in certain places, but it's weird. And it's getting worse. Jewish, that's Wait, like on the road, you feel like a. I mean, growing up in Texas, there just weren't that many Jewish. Well, people. I was in really? Texas that's for a while. Shocking. And it's, yeah, and it's a little scary. There's some in yeah, Austin. Yeah. No, in all the cities like downtown Houston, downtown yeah, yeah, yeah. Dallas, all the cities no, outside, had a Jewish population. Yeah. But you just weren't. I mean, you just weren't. I wasn't around it. In but Texas. it's so nice when I go to these clubs yeah, yeah. and they show up. It's yeah. like all the Jews show up, and then yeah. they make me do a Friday late show. I said, "No Jew is coming to a fucking Friday late show." <laughs> they worked all week. Yeah, they're done. It's they're done late. at nine o'clock, eight forty. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm gonna be too tired. I mean, it was just a horrible. Week. All right, before we run out of the segment, I want to talk about. First, you did the Woody Allen. Uh, yes. Did you meet him? Of course, I and? I met him a few times because I did. Tell uh, us everything. I was also in what was that one? One of the movies. Yeah, I was in one of the movies, and then. They cut all my lines, but they told me before the premiere, so I didn't have to go and feel like a piece of shit. Um, but I was still Where in were it. You? I yeah. watched uh, the Curse of the Jade Scorpion. I was in that. Uh, but I had auditioned for him. You know, it's a very weird process auditioning. For it's him. right in front of him. Like he just gives you. you like, okay. Go no, ahead. you walk in. They give you this whatever. You, you, there's no preparation whatsoever. Um, you go into the, this room. And he's like sitting there in the back. And then there's all this like, don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do Don't look him in the eye. You know, first of all, he's so, I mean, I walk in, yeah. uh, the casting director, who's the loveliest, she does all his stuff. Uh, it's like, Judy, come in. What do you, you remember Judy? Yes. Hello. How are you? You know? And then I do the thing and he kind of, you're like, you're sitting in a chair and he's kind of like, walking around like he's looking at a car. You know how people, <laughs> when they go to a car dealership, a yeah. And he's it. like. Walking around, it's like do it again. Blah. You know, his he's so quick. Yep, he is so fast. Like he knows exactly what he wants. But he is getting up in the room and walking around you like and stuff. Right, like oh, it's a car crazy. and you're looking for dents <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. at the fucking rental car. <laughs> he always wet his pants. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, is but he's, a, yeah. he's. They say when they shoot, it's like one take. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, it's like okay. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Uh, and um, and now the all the information we hear about him is fantastic. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, now it's, so, a it's heartbreaking. Yeah. The I secret know. underground Woody Allen society. Yeah. Back. How old were you when you did the Margaret Cho? You were young still. Uh, I was. It was nineteen ninety four. So I was thirty one. Thirty one. Thirty two. That was just yeah. like thrill of. You it knew was her like. And you were, well, no. I mean, I did know her because we were all you know doing stand up, but. I remember auditioning. I remember get. Oh, that was such a great time in my life. And I always wanted to be on a sitcom. 
And oh my God, I was such like a kid. Like when I saw my name on the director's chair, I was like, oh my God. And then I thought, I'm never, you know, I don't have to do stand up anymore. I couldn't wait to fucking do stand up. And they used to, you know, Margaret and everyone, BD, everyone was like, let's all have dinner. I'm like, oh, I have a spot. Then why are you doing spots? I'm like, because I'll fucking die yeah. if I have to read other people's shitty words. For, was in that? Huh? Who was in that? BD Wong. BD Wong. Yeah. And we're BD still Wong. best, like, BFFs. Really? Yeah. Where does he live? I love BD He Wong. lives in New York downtown. Does he? Yes. He's and I just the... went to his wedding. Amazing. Reichert. So he, nice. I he, love him. Um, I just saw him the other night. He's in Mr. Robot. Yeah, he's in everything. Yeah. He's such a good actor, good actor. And a good person. Yep. Smart. And, um... So that was a great experience. So now right. you've done Shakespeare in the Park. You've done everything. So I have a minute left. Shit. What is your favorite thing? What what Do you have a favorite thing? And then that's the first question. And of all of it. And the second part is, what do you want to do? If I give you any, what's the next project? Okay. I stand up. It, I hate this word, but it trumps everything else. <laughs> it's my favorite to right. be on a th- stage and i just i love i'm like a real i'm a comedian i never did it to get something else i never i just so uh, another big special something i mean I, I no i really honestly my life goal has always been to be on a socially relevant like hit television show where i play like a memorable character like the characters that affected me growing up right. you know like i just wrote this piece about penny marshall yes, like i'll talk about you it know, again. okay but i'm just one of those like Rhoda Morgan, like yes. something. Yeah. And then I get to go out and do my sets and do my stand. I mean, that is my dream. It I used it. to be like I wanted to be on The View, but then I was like, no, I don't want everyone going, you're a fucking liberal. <laughs> but I really, that would be, a, so, that would be so my far, dream. So what has been the best thing? Do you have a favorite, um, one thing that you look back? There's like, so many things that were so fantastic. Like Shakespeare in the Park was like just a, an amazing experience. <laughs> yeah. You know, eighteen hundred people a night. You know, um, what's the audition process for that? Oh like? God, it's it, it's yeah. like exactly what you, they yeah. ask me to audition. You go in, you come back. I mean, it, it's so. that's a whole other fifteen minutes. <laughs> um, Holy shit! Yeah, I'm yeah. curious because that's such a love it. All right, we're out. Welcome, Judy. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, let's go to the second corner. I want to talk about LGBT because we, you know, we QRST. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. There's a yeah. lot. Of, there's a lot of letters. Now, obviously, I talked about, I say this all the time. Um, I don't think anybody was gay officially till like the 90s. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when I was but when in people college, come, came, out, came yeah. out, like it was all, oh, that guy's gay. Like, come on. You know, right. and they would do everything they could not to be right, gay. Right, right. And they would, you know, whatever. Right. Drop the voice. And now it's just completely, just completely no, changed. He, Is it, that your experience? Like the mid 90s? What happened? No, AIDS not as was, a gay person. Okay. It's not. It's like you're gay. Okay, um, right. I was born in 1962. Right, you're gay. You know, I mean, I knew it. Two, three, I'm like, wait, something's different. Like, I'm not, you know, feeling it. And then, um, <laughs> I mean, I am feeling it, but not what right. they are. Um, and then when you hit puberty, you're like, oh. But all, everything around you says, don't tell anyone. You'll never have a life. You'll never get a job. Your family will, you know, just discard you. And the Jews don't help in that respect either. It's at the time. I I, I can't. I don't think like, you can. It was kind of, I don't a, think you can. Um, just I mean, it's Catholic. No, it, there were liberal Jews who didn't care. Right. You know, but I mean, you think of the world. Just didn't accept this. It so was many. like, oh my God! If anyone finds this out, my life is over. And that's really how it felt. And living. I think I'm of the last generation or one of the last, I think I'm the last generation of 
gay people who went into straight relationships just to prove like, you know, like I have to try it. I have to try it. I have to be normal, quote unquote. And it was the most, it's so painful. It's just like, I can't even like talking about it makes me sick to my stomach. Like, you know, and just lying. You're constantly lying. Like, oh, oh, how come you don't, you know, my cousin, my cousin Beth, her, her in-laws who were so anti-gay were like, um, why isn't Judith married? And she's like, well, she's too tall. I'm like, that is the stupidest. <laughs> they would make everybody yeah. make excuses. Yeah. You would yeah. make excuses. Well, I, you know, my mother was like, you know, she's traveling. And, uh, <laughs> and then it's like, I can't tell you what coming out of the closet feels like. It's such, it's like 4,000 pounds. Yeah. And, you know, you have to realize, I, I think... You're right. The AIDS crisis did propel people to come out of the closet because they couldn't be in the closet anymore because they're walking down they the street. Explain this. Right. They're walking with sores on their yeah. face. And and it this horrible disease, which if I go back, I, I definitely have PTSD from it because it's like you're 20 something and all your friends are dying and you're like, oh, that's normal. You know, it's like Vietnam. Probably not, right. I'm not comparing Vietnam, but <laughs> no, I'm just saying just, being that age and knowing your friends here. are going to. Yeah. yeah. But um, it was. At that time, you know, these got these men who were just, you know, so talented mm-hmm. and such a big part of cult our culture were dying and not being tr- and being treated like shit. Like their families were saying, no, you're you're not allowed to go in and see him because you're not related to him. Right. You know, it started this. I think the whole it actually brought the community together. The lesbians were taking care of the gay men because no one else wanted to go near them. Right. And uh it, we started realizing we have no fucking rights. Like th- these guys are in a hospital room. They've been together forever. Right. And and they get nothing. Like the guy dies and it's like, bye, you don't come to the funeral. You don't, you know, yeah. and it was enough already. But it, so famous people helped as well. Magic Johnson helped as well. Well, you he de- I mean? he definitely helped a lot. That's a later. That, I feel like that's a little later. But yeah, he was great because he was like, I have I have HIV. Yeah. And I'm still going to be who I am. And he yeah. never said anything anti-gay. And Charles Barkley, I think, was really amazing to him as yes. well. But it, it, it this is a whole lesson in, you know, when you come out of the closet and, and you represent who you are and you see some kid in fucking Montana who wants to kill himself and he sees, oh, well, you know, she has a she has kids and a career and, you know. That you can do anything. It is so important. You don't important. have a disease. You right. just have a right. sexual and it's, preference. It's not a preference. It's a, you can't say preference. You can't? No. Because that makes it a choice. I prefer this. Oh. It's not even a choice. It's like, it's, it's so thing. unnatural. When I had sex with the guy, it was like I wanted to throw up. It was so unnatural. So it's just a natural thing. It's just your it's development just you into That's who you are. having a crush on a girl, blah, 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 blah. It's exactly the same experience, except, yeah. Let me talk about two celebrities that yeah. you can help me with. One is Rosie. The whole time, is this just, uh, every, the world is not, she's not saying she's gay the whole time you're there. Yes. Right? It's an, everybody, know, it's the worst kept secret in the world. Well, for us, but not for the rest of America, because they acted like, what? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. I'd say very little by little, right. you know, yeah. But I mean, she kind of, ha- she had to stay in a closet, right? I think that if you wanted, you know, she wanted fame and fortune. No, she had to stay y- in the if closet. you wanted to keep what you had, right. you, you know, it's like that. 
you know, in the early 2000s and late 1990s, I used to get every fucking award, like for being out, you know, like the gay, 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 the family gay and the gay, gay, Judy Gold, you know. And then all these celebrities, like even recently, like Robin Roberts and all these people. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, it definitely affected my career, but they didn't want to give up what they had. And now they come out and it's like, we're having Robin Roberts at our big event. And it's like, OK, it's still that brave at this point. It's you know right. I mean? Exactly. <laughs> you were the brave one. You know, it was Ellen on the forefront of this as well. Because, oh, absolutely. Yeah, because when she that did, episode yeah, yep. was like everybody I can't even tell you it was a big to was do. like she you, knew she was going to get canceled. The, the first thing like uh, Clinton did a lot of bad things, yeah. you know, Bill Clinton, and he passed the Defense of Marriage Act, which was abhorrent. But he was the first president to say gay and include gay people in, you know, whether you're black and white or Jewish, you know, and we were we we took any little fucking thing like he said gay. Okay, so we're here. Okay, that's good. Okay, next. Um, And a lot of people were like, no, not next. That's enough for me because they're fucking self-hatred, you know. But now it's gotten so fucking far. I can't it's with the. Gone. It's, it's so, like all right. That's what I was gonna say about comedy then and now. Now it's like if you don't have like four gay people on a show, you know they. I mean, it's every possible. But it's like your type. That, it you. It used to be like that with women. Yeah. They wouldn't put women on a show yeah. more than one woman. So yeah, it's it's totally. But it's changed. like it's so I can't What's tell you what it feels like. What's the gay men versus gay women comic dynamic? I don't know, men. It's just if it's the same as you know, straight men versus straight. Okay. It's just male men get it. It's easier. What's, Everything is easier. What is the complete obsession with Judy Garland? <laughs> what is the share oh, yeah. musicals? It's just Judy Garland. These outfits. women. These women were powerful icons, and these men, you know, loved them and the, how out they were. They were out. They were not normal. They were like really true to themselves, and I think these men really appreciated them. I, you know, it's still it's still appreciating them. So it's kind of hand me down, right? You know? But it's like, what's your obsession with Sandy Koufax? Yeah, I mean, I'm just right. it's the it's same thing. Oh. It's like they're looking these musicals and these, you know, they're into theater and art, and they're like, oh my god, she is the best, 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 and that's it's the same thing for people who are into sports or art. Or anything, you know. Um, these were the icons. These were the people that changed that uh, um, genre of whatever, you know. Like you know, no, every no, fucking listen. sports. Yeah, oh yeah, well, Bethel sports people. Judy Garland. I mean, that's just it yeah. Just, well, it Bethel, just, music, just musical yeah, theater, musical theater, so just that the world. musical theater right. people love right. those people. I mean, there's plenty of gay guys I know who hate musical theater. <laughs> and, and and which is and I love musicals, but my friend Bob Smith hated musicals. I remember Bob Smith. <laughs> yeah, uh, he was he hated great. Them. Yeah, uh, but I also felt like you got to get to the grown up. If if I was gay, you have to get to the cities, New York and L.A. And then then there'd be some. Well, you'd ha- you'd be what, surrounded. Yes, that's and then what attracted were... me to New York and L.A. Is oh, that the yeah. thinking was different. I love that. Growing right. up in Texas, I'm like I got to get that's out. That's a good of point. This. There I, were. Yeah. Yeah. I was in Italy, right? And we went to this little tiny town with Tina Georgie. We went to this little tiny town. Right. She was tracing her roots. I did some film for her. Right. So we go over there and we meet all the people. And there's this one kid. He speaks perfect English. He's 
clearly gay, right? Clearly. And right. they all know. And it's kind of like this really town secret because it's a very small town. Right. And you can just tell he's waiting to get out. You know, right. just, he can't get out. He's 15, 14. He just can't get out. And you feel that your heart breaks for them. And they're still in denial over there in this little town about this kid. Right. Like, he, they're in denial. Like, oh, no, he'll come around. Whatever. Right. It's but it's insane. there's so much pretending when you're a gay child. Yeah. And I think that that's part of this you know, attraction of I can get dressed up and I can be this like glamorous whatever, you know, and it you do pretend. And, you know, as much as, you know, someone likes sports and it's like, oh, I'm going to play baseball and I'm going to do, do, do I'm gonna play basketball. These people were like, I'm going to get on stage and do this. And these were the people that they were that were the yeah. best at it, you know? Yeah. Amazing. I, the. The word that got lost in this, we can't say faggy anymore. I know. I used to say, um, uh, you know, I was in the marching band. We were band fags. Right. You know, I was just talking about this with someone. Queer. (laughs) Queer was like that you were just nerdy and like. Queer as folk was a show. Right. But now queer is is most, a lot of people, that's, that people identify as queer because then it encapsulates every, like, (laughs) I can't even with the letters. Yeah, Yeah. But, um, Queer to me was like, you know, just nerdy and and like if you did something really nice, like like a Hallmark card, that was right. queer. You know, faggy yeah. was just yeah. was sort of nerdy and you know yeah. um, like nerdy. Yeah, you have to be so specific with these words. The words are constantly that. changing, though. It's hard to keep up. There are right. no words. I can. I don't like the word faggot. That right. to me is you know it's like when someone says you're a Jew right. instead of you're Jewish. Jewish. It's yeah. there's something but, harsh. You know, you go back to my I have. <laughs> I have the word fag in one of my in my first CD or something like that, mm-hmm. and it's now you. Can't I say band fag. I was a band fag. I say it on my CD. Yeah. Well, you can obviously. It's mm, like yeah, but yeah. you can't host the Oscars. You're out. Yeah, you're done. <laughs> yeah, they're getting everybody. <laughs> yeah, with it's it, so you know? stupid. Oh God, Neil, do you have any else the things to act? I mean, but having the fake boyfriend's got to be. Well, how about divorce as as gay? It, well, also it's horrible. It, it it's just the not being. I mean, I had two kids. Yeah. Before Dude. marriage was, you know, legal, we got divorced. But you know, I there was no hard with the. How do you take care of the kid on the insurance? You know, at that right. Point, it's right? just you couldn't get insurance. I mean, it was like. You know, that's why Edie Windsor, who went before the Supreme Court and overturned the Defense of Marriage Act, because she was with her partner for over 40 years. And uh, one was a an engineer. Mathema- Edie was a mathematician. She worked on the first computer on yeah. IBM. She was uh, and the other one was a um, psychologist, like a well-known psychologist. And and these women were so giving to society and they're together 40 years. And then one dies paraplegic. They had to go to Canada on a plane so awful. with like four aides, home health uh. aides, and had had to get married at the airport. Okay, <laughs> so Ca- come home. They're in their seventies. The the e- Edie's uh, Thea was her wife. Eventually dies, and she gets an inheritance federal inheritance tax bill for three hundred sixty three thousand dollars. And it's like no, and why I bid with this woman Forever. for four. Yeah. You know, and Britney Spears can get married for five minutes, and Charles Manson can get married, and Eric Menendez can get married. You know, like it's just Jerry Sandusky. Can, it's so infuriating. Yeah, that is bad. Well, now you have it here, right? It's state by state, yes. No, it's what is it, Lenny? I thought you were smart. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not up on this. It's a federal law now. That, yeah. So gay marriage, oh, yeah, federally, to, yes. but there are some states but, yeah, that, that are like Going no. Way to fuck so this. these are state 
you know, rights that you can't get. Also, right. there's some states you can get fired for being gay. You cannot rent an apartment to a gay person. Well, it's I the mean, whole the stupid guy with the cake. Cake. Yeah. Right. That idiot with the cake. Right. Like, just make the cake. Right. It's no, like, it's, it's, it's a, a fucking penis? cake. I mean, what kind yeah. of cake is this? There's yeah. just a lot of that out. I mean, there's just the fact of the matter is there's a lot of that out there. No, the federal law I get. I'm just saying by state by state, they kind of, they knock, they won't just, it should just be blanket right. state stuff. It shouldn't, I mean, blanket federal stuff. It should right. just be state by state right. chipping away at this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's ridiculous. And it's also like, if I'm married to a woman and I have two kids, how does that affect your fucking marriage? Like, how does that no, affect your family? It's so common sense and easy, but it's for some reason. It's just this fear because, they, oh, they if they're doing it, it, and anyone who says it's a choice, anyone has made that choice because I will tell you right now it is not a choice and no one would choose it. And anyone like Mike Pence and this whole like, you know, Oh, conversion (laughs) there that I'm telling you right now, anyone who is so adamant about the fact that it's a choice has made that choice. There you go. We'll end with that. Mm -hmm. Um, We didn't even get to cover Stonewall. Oh, uh, <laughs> tell your story. No, no. Neil right, comes to later. New York. No, we got to tell the story. Neil comes to New York. The first play as an actor he's in is Stonewall, and I mean oh. it's a huge production. It's been of a this. long time, right? Yeah. I was really like, good in it, and I was so good in that. He was so. <laughs> no, no, he plays a cop in Stonewall. No, I have a lot of favorite stories for that. My favorite story the, was that I really entrenched myself in the gay community. Right. No, a, I just love. And how amazing how, are, the, are? Yeah, it was. It was. It's just a big community, and it's it's different, and 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 it's no all, one realizes You want to know that. why it's no different? One this is that. why it's different because we have a chosen family. And and people don't realize that so many of us couldn't be ourselves with our families and we created our own families yeah. and we are really my it's it's a, such a warm, community. amazing. No, community. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. There was that cool bar. Uh, I can't remember the name of it now. What? Julie Julian. I like the history of it, like the, the they would go. Well, to this they have one the I'll have to come back on the podcast. One the, the raw because we should cool not bar. leave this corner, but we have to because the bus is here. That's right. The bus yeah. is here. Damn and I want to we on this. There it is. We we talk about we don't talk about politics on the show with anybody. We, right. We've. We've done it as extra segments, so we haven't. Right, aired, right, we, right. I want it both sides, so we do have some right. Republicans that have been conservatives that right. have been here. So we have them to save it, but I cannot today. Whatever happened last night, I mean, uh, we I can't. Are, we're I can't. We have lost. <laughs> people do not understand this, and I say this to all of Niels. Niels has a good friend. He's a really nice guy. He's a really bright guy. He's from Texas. He's got a show on television. You know, he's a huge Trump whatever, and he's mm-hmm. like, you don't understand. I go, no, you don't understand. He's from here. He lost New York City 90 to 10. We know that he's crazy. Right. right. Why can't you understand what we're telling you? Right. Like, why it's, are these people? What is going on? I think that and you're right. And I do when I have talk about him on stage. It's not about conservatism or liberalism or any, you know, independent. Like, it's not about libertarian. Nothing. He is a horrible person. He does not deserve this job. He's stupid. He's putting us in danger. He's I, I don't. He is a disgusting excuse for a human being. He's in bed with Putin. He he's he's a he sits there watching television all day. Like I'm sorry, he doesn't deserve to be president. Well, he's I, not. I've said that a million times. I, I everybody asked me like you just don't like like no 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 you don't understand. No, I don't care about your politics. I Bush. I can argue was not the brightest man in the world. You know the second one. But nobody really went, 
who he's a horrible person. We're, we're, right. right. He's a horrible person. Nobody thought. And you could make fun of him. And he's laughed. Yeah. You can't even. This guy doesn't. He's he doesn't so laugh. dumb. Yeah. He doesn't know how to take a joke. No, he's a narcissist. He's mentally he's ill. Always been by he that. is mentally, mentally ill. And this whole thing with his family, you know, it's. This is our country. We, people died. He's got fucking bone spurs. People are dying to you know, and people are dying to come in here. And he to he's a fucking disgusting. <laughs> I, I can't. Racist, I just I think ra- right. There's a lot of bad parts. And then yeah. what about when they this How? this fucking pisses me off? <laughs> Man, he made fun of the um the uh spe- the guy that was the special needs special guy. needs got yeah. like he had oh know, yeah the right. made, and then paint. and then people are saying no the, no that was that wasn't that was what he was right. doing. Yeah. You're not. I'm not a fucking idiot. Yeah. You know. And but that, that, is that that turned out to be a lot of people in this country liking that stuff. Right. Did that scare the shit out of you? Yes. Because this guy has brought out the worst in people. Yes. The worst. worst. Everyone is agitated. People are in bad moods. You know, your president, what you you can hate Obama, but he had those two were the classiest. Absolutely. The classiest. You can hate her. You can hate him. But the bottom line I say of all presidents is just like you're our representation. So when you go around the, the world, world, around the world, so I don't care what really at the end of the day, what your politics is, yeah. just look like you're the president. No, of the but United he's incapable. States. He yeah. didn't want to win. He's a fucking fake. Yeah. His fucking hair is fake. His tan <laughs> is fake. He's fucking plays. He sits there and criticizes. The hypocrisy is. Oh, uh oh, Obama's playing golf. You fucking play golf every fucking day. You <laughs> haven't know, read a terrible. book. You can't read. You can't spell. You sit there and tweet. You don't fucking know what the fuck is going on. You don't even understand what the Constitution. You're not above the fucking law. Right. You know, it's you're amazing. disgusting. He's disgusting. And <laughs> we right. all knew it because we had to fucking live with him forever. I People- think it shows, though, that it's never, it's it shows what what's happened. And it's sad, like the Fox News machine. It shows that. Because this is the worst person you could ever. It's almost right. it's almost a joke, and yet all those people, no matter. So you could really put. Now you're really saying that it doesn't matter anymore. It's just we're this way, and you're that way. Right. Tough. I mean, because right. this is as bad as it could get. You couldn't. You couldn't put have divided a, the, the other thing. Right. They still and still take him. So it's like okay. So it doesn't matter what happens. They'll never be. They'll and never it's be his jealousy of of the people who are smart and cultured, and you know yes. he's so. Je- but what's interesting is he does these fucking Nazi rallies and those people standing behind him, he wouldn't let them in Mar-a-Lago. No. He'd be like, get, get them out of here. Of get course. them the fuck out of here. Of course. You know, and it's the you dumbing the down country unless of you're America. Gonna, unless you're going to do, he's got tons of workers there. But he's like, right. In his no, but he doesn't the, give a shit about anything but making money in his own right. little life. He seriously And these people who are so desperate are like, well, he made money. I'm going to go with yeah. him. And he doesn't give a shit about them. He doesn't. I he, mean, you look at Obama's in the hospital with these sick kids. Yeah. The other know, day. Such a Great video. And this fucking asshole. <laughs> he would I, never walk in a hospital. He would they never. He to, can't even walk outside when it's raining because of his fucking hair. All he cares and his ratings. But it's TV, also he's making a TV show. He's right, just in a different but, world. Like, like now it's the season finale. Whatever the fuck's going on today. And these fucking people who we we voted these people in have no backbone. I yeah. don't understand I don't, though. I don't they, understand the Republican thing because I thought. After the last time in 2008, okay, I was like, okay, no one can vote for a Republican. Right. Vote. And, then, and then two years later, they make up the Tea Party, and we're right back there. Then no one, like that side is like. It's right, just and like the real Republicans, the people who really. cut into it, though. I don't know how to cut into the, it. The, the people that. who love conservatism, right. like, yeah. uh, like Steve Schmidt. 
right. and Nicole yeah, Wallace, him, you know, out. they are like, no, that is a smart person who's like, no, this is not my party. Yep. And, you know, that's, they, they see it. Like, they see it now. But I remember leading yeah. up to this, like I, I'm watching Steve Schmidt too. Right. And he's very interesting and well-spoken, yeah, oh very God, bright. And you can tell he's a, yeah. would make an amazing strategist right. for his side, whatever. I would right. not like to argue with that guy. Right. But he was all in. They were all, all in. They were very into. Because we want our party to win. And we want, I'm like, and I'm like, you do not see, you don't see this three billion pound gorilla coming right, at you right. right now. This guy is not, I mean, you know this guy. You know, Donnie Deutsch knew this guy. You know, they knew this guy from back right. in the day. Oh, yeah. The warning signs are all there. Not this guy. You can win the election, just right. not this guy. Right. And they did not, but now there are still people double, triple down, like comics I know, double, triple down on this, just like, nope. If you let them build the wall and that like the econ, they will go back to the economy. Well, now that the economy, haha, guess what happened? Yeah, my 401k is like $3. My 401k (laughs) has dropped like a hundred grand. Okay. Like, stop arguing that he is good for the economy. No, Obama and the deficit. And the deficit. Like, the deficit. These are all human rights. It's crazy, but money wise is what the one. Yeah, that's all they talk about. But the crazy part is that most of the country is not this one percent of people got this crazy tax cut right and you know? so many people don't have stocks and bonds and what you know, are you talking but you about but, the, but people go the economy like you're out of your mind right so great now that the stock market is crashing are you gonna feel this somehow right I, i'm interest telling you, rates are up when they all get their tax returns going here right. i told genus this a million times with, with this big tax cut and the economy when they see how much money they did not save with the great right 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 right. it'll hit them this april like oh my god wait till we see his tax returns never given a fucking cent to anyone in need well the trump foundation just got closed because he would take it and use it as a bank right who's giving him money for stuff Uh, is he doing fundraisers where he gets to speak yeah pretty much pretty much oh my god and like john mccain and that Gold Star family, like, uh, how no, so fucking dare thing. you? The Gold Star family, it's insulting because he's, you know, he's not. Like, anyone smoking. else in any job would have been fired, fired a million a, times. A year and a half ago. And this is all, but this is, it goes back to you and I as a childhood. The power of television is just ridiculous. Right. But the and military. They can paint you whatever they want. Sorry, they can paint you whatever they want to paint you, you know, and he, they painted him as right. a huge businessman that, like, very successful right, with right. hotels and makes stuff happen and girls and glamour. And it's none of that. Right. And but yet still to this day, half the country can't see this right. to even vote their senator out because they're so racist. Right. Isn't it that? It's it's absolute racism. Aren't and you racist? anti-Semitism, anti-LGBTQ or STUVW. It's it's anti-immigrant. It's this crazy so white bottom of the barrel just Mentality. lowest hard, common denominator. I claim that these they don't leave their house. Like when the, those people will come on their one vacation in the his in their lives to right. New York, be scared shitless. Right, right, shitless. Like look at all the brown people. Look at all right. the Jews. Look at all the and just be like, oh, I was so glad to get home. Now I've heard right. that a lot of times. I've lived all around the country. Right. Oh, I don't know how you lived there. I was so like frightened the whole time I was there. Like. Why? Because I'm frightened in their places. I am so not frightened here. I say here. that all the time. Yeah. I am petrified in right. Iowa. But right. you, but that's the sad thing is that you think that they'll vote. Uh, they'll vote against their like they're voting against their financial interests. Was it true? But they'll they'll vote uh, for the other stuff over. They'll literally get kicked out of their house 
lose all their money, right. their four hundred one k, down with to, to, to vote a, for abortion or vote for this. Of course, because right. that'll they, rule like, out. If like if you don't oh want to have God. an abortion, then you shouldn't have an abortion. But don't tell anyone else what <laughs> yeah, the fuck to do. It's crazy. Those, it's it's already been decided. It's already been decided. It's it's this religion dumbest, too. This fake bullshit yeah, religion. I don't know when it hits them. When does it hit them? Like when they're completely homeless on the street, they'll still be like, "Well, I." I hung on to what I believe, even right. though I've lost everything. What is it going to take? Like, but the, look at the know. Senate. These are smart. These are not dummies. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, these are supposed. Uh, some of them are ridiculous, but some some are not. Like, well, they're public servants. He's never been a public servant, and everyone around him is in jail or getting arrested. You know, like, how much yeah. more fucking if you can't evidence get rid of this, do you need? If you'll if you won't impeach and fire a guy now, we we're done. like seriously, seriously, we're it's never gonna like. Happen. Look what's going on. It's chaos. But I think chaos. it's I, we were talking. We just had this conversation the other day with a bunch of people. It's easy to move if you have a lot of money, which a lot of people do. It's easy to move a room to your direction. And and I know it's like a big picture Washington thing, but it's also a thing. So I could go into DC right now right. and take the most righteous person. And I feel like if I tell this person, man or woman, that I'm gonna give them $10 million, that I, I can move them. And, and that quick. And so until we fix this this insatiable desire to sell out or just take it into uh, whatever, it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's hard to fix anything. What person because I really can move, believes? I can move any room. How can I you? Come no, you down but you to have to seller. prove it. I could come down to the seller tomorrow or any room, any room of any business, any people and go, I'm going to give everybody here $10 million. This is what I need from you. Just, just hold off on this vote. Just don't just believe this and therefore dc is so entrenched it's hard to fix anything because it seems so common sense to all of us like clearly but the, this guy's it, a lunatic but i don't know how to that the here's problem is the how do you fix the selling i out just part? read a story this morning yeah. about a uh pastor you know one of these big who bought a lamborghini for his wife and then says to the congregation don't follow what i'm doing right right that is that is the perfect example <laughs> yeah. Of what is going, going on. on. It's yeah, like, yeah. I'm taking all your money that yep. you're donating to this fake yeah. church, yeah. <laughs> and I'm acting like I'm really pious, and I'm buying my wife a Lamborghini, but you keep giving me money, because, no, you know. What is happening here in the Republican end is very simple. The money, you're absolutely right. They they want rich people to be rich, and they want poor people to be poor. Yeah. Right, because and there's no the, middle class. None. none. No, they're cutting and it all out. They but yeah. They there want the power. shitloads of money. I mean, these people are so and rich And how much now. fucking money yeah. do you need? Trump, no is, Trump is loading up money. That's always there. He's loading up as much money. But all that money is, is really... I don't know. It's getting worse and worse. But like we've, we've, said, there's we've no been around class. how do you fix a, it? a few, a couple hundred years. Yeah. Okay. And we have laws because of all this shit. That, and he's breaking every fucking like, uh, I'm going to build a hotel right in Washington, DC. <laughs> and I'm going to do this. And I'm going to put everyone crazy, in there. I'm going right. to take my, why is that? Okay. Be Jimmy Carter had to give up his peanut farm. Yeah. There's a, they, he's broken every <laughs> starting with the tax returns. And they're like, all right. Okay. It started, all right. It started with the tax returns. Right. He would have been out immediately when they, and you see when he's lying, he just lies. He makes yeah. up shit. He he tweets like a fucking ten year old. And, it's, he, and it's, he seems to still be. He's still going, which is so it's so. But frustrating, here's the but, thing: why? Uh, so if you go to Fox News, right, yeah. and you go to Janine Pirro, or no, you I can't, watch, I can't. You watch those people like the, she was a judge. You know what I mean? Like right. we, how do you? How literally do you wake up every day and go? This is some crazy witch hunt at this. Like, do you right. not see? You're a rational human being. Okay, you do not see, well, and we're trying to protect we're, citizens. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't get it. Like the farmers, even at whatever, we'll take the cut, we'll take a hit, just in the long run. Like 
it there is no long run. You don't know that. Right, this right, is coming. right. There's, they're not getting this back. But Washington's tough. Uh, the con- I can't think of her name. The congressman just won in in New York, and she just went there. Julia She's a big star now. Uh, Stop, I forget her name. Oh, but, okay, Ocasio oh, Cortez. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. She's going there, and now the beatdown's already starting on, on her. her. So Why she goes. Oh yeah, what she's wearing. She she's got to do it. Oh right, got these great ideas. She's speaking for us. She and won. Then, the, she was like runner up in the Intel Science <laughs> thing, yeah, and they're already the starting chipping away at they're, her to make right. her just she's like a she play the game. Play the game. Just play the game. It's just and they lie. Like Citizens United, the worst thing that ever happened, and the fact that you're allowed to lie now. Yep, You're allowed yeah. to just and make up bullshit. They're gonna have to. What I was saying uh, to my wife is somehow they have to. They have to fact check in real time, and they did it once to I think Sarah Sanders and like you know she would say things because they have. She's to, attractive. They, they have to <laughs> just like list as she's lying, like right, what right. the real fact. Like that's gonna have to be a computer that right. parses something and put it up on the screen because there people still buying this. And garbage. if if Obama. Did one one billionth of what he has done? Forget it. Well, look at just going back to Clinton. I mean, he got a blowjob, and right. the I fucking know. world came to an end. Right, a blowjob from someone who was in her twenties. Right, you know, a blowjob like, from yeah. her twenties, and also, and they were like, he okay, he lied about it to like, are you kidding me? Right, he had one lie about a blowjob, probably to protect his right. wife, right, and to whatever. Let's just move on. No, they put him in court. Oh, like they day. all didn't get blowjobs, you know? Like the half of the senators <laughs> right, aren't getting right. blown by the staff. Right. But yeah, but, and, and gay, and, you know, like Yeah, Mike like Pence. Lindsey Graham's yeah. not gay. Please, enough. <laughs> Lindsey Graham is just insane. Yeah. Well, how does Trump end? How does it end for Trump? Yeah, how does it end? I don't God, know, but if he it. gets impeached, he's a martyr, you know? I don't think so. If he resigns, I don't, he he's so- a Martyr. No, he's know. not going down as a martyr. I mean, I, does the Russian thing play out? Yeah, I mean, that's what that's what we want. I no, mean, the, we're right. all going to be unsatisfied if we don't get this. I mean, I don't know. That's no. what we're. That's he's what, got him. They got. Of course, he knows he's got what's Russians. going on. He they have exactly. his tax returns. Uh, obstruction of justice. Uh, conspiracy. <laughs> there will be collusion at the end of it. It's I like all that, of it. It was the, the sketch Amalia on SNL. Minutes. I like that sketch. Right. On the, the, the anxiety it. for all of us. Of, we do want something. But it's just like when, when, when. Because like you yeah. watch yeah, yeah. MSNBC when is it, in the morning and you think he's going to be gone by six o'clock at night <laughs> and he's know. still fucking there. That's my wife. Just you just, that's the problem is with it's like anything else in government. It has yeah. to play out through all these things. But Except for him. He doesn't have to do it. That's the power of the presidency. Right. And they keep this great term that they keep using elections have consequences it's, it's and you don't understand what you just did you gave the a it's, nuclear bomb to a two-year-old no, you know what i mean sometimes right. i feel no. i don't know who's in charge sometimes i feel like the news is slow playing us because they are getting it, it's the greatest show they've ever done right so there's i i want it we want gratification but they're slow playing it this I feel is like, so much bigger than like, watergate to I me like, oh really it's even a, not even i know was. watergate was but apparently you know, people stuck with but nixon forever during that and right. it took two and a half three years they're like I why can't so. you have no collision he's been working on this for like two minutes right 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 like this should go on for another year and it won't they're gonna probably finish it this but year. sometimes i feel cnn has like on the board they're like okay september this happens october this happens like we're gonna slow play they this all the way out so i want to win the election but it's like this instant gratification like it, that's what he is yeah. he's instant gratification yes. and that we want i mean Mueller is like i'm doing my job and i'm not gonna do so. anything until i'm fucking and finished thank god for that guy that's all he can say all right fucking, well, and he's so much smarter than so that let's predict what happens the impeachment yes or no 
Let's predict so we can have it on record. We'll play uh, it I, I I don't see how he can't yeah. be impeached. I, I really I, honestly don't see how I there's something wrong. There's something wrong. They're going to realize it when the especially when the thing comes out, the Mueller probe comes out. They're going to find out. We got. I mean, he's guy. playing off hookers. It's going to go down to the Senate. I'm going for and it. And it's going to be like, I think he will eventually something will happen. He will be the first president fired from this in a long right, like right, right. Year. I mean, you don't think he'll quit first. He might. Oh, no. uh, he we, thinks his ba- I thought there was some going to be like. Uh, I'm sick. I thought that would be one of them. My son, I want to spend more time with him. There might be a resignation in there, but he is so, he wants it to go to the last second. He'll go to the mat to it. So I think. I'm going for like a fantastical ending. He's going to kill himself. No, he, he, Moves to Russia. He has a mansion there, but he still keeps yeah, lying. Yeah, he's gonna. He he's still gonna, keeps lying. He's th- like, no, I'm a, I'm. A, I love America. Yeah. I'm just, I right. just, I'm just living I'm just, in Moscow. Right, I'm just, right. just living here. That doesn't, that doesn't mean I'm. Russian. I mean, the fact that he thinks Putin's like the greatest <laughs> guy in the world. I mean, hello. Yeah, it's insane. And what he's done to the media. We didn't even talk about what he did to the media. Yeah, putting journalists in uh, fucking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a mess. He's a mess. We got to get rid of another this guy. corner. We have to come back to. We have to come back. <laughs> we have to come back. You can talk politics all day. All right. Now I want to take a hard turn. So like, let's lighten it up. We got to do a quiz. So Neil will right, leave the room. All right, go out the front door. Really, another yes. loss. Another loss. Do not me. listen in. Do not. No, that's what cheater. Out the front door. Cheater. Now, yeah, Neil is a cheater. Well, go out the front. All right, we'll talk low. So for you, I picked since I know you pretty well. I picked a 1970s TV quiz. Okay, I love. Now that. the way we do this is this is on time as well. So if you know, um, if you want to skip, go to the next one. Okay. And so I will read you the Wikipedia description of the show from the 70s. Okay. You will tell me the show. Now, okay. halfway through, if you get it, we just go to the next okay. one. Okay. 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 And let me put the time on the clock. So it's with time and how many. So, okay. Okay. Here we go. Just in case you guys tie. And we're off and running. Members of the 4077th Mobile Army Surgical Hospital Care. MASH. Ha- yes. The lead character is a loudmouth, uneducated bigot who believes in every stereotype. All in family. Yes. Set in 1950s and 1960s in Milwaukee, this series tells the story. Laverne and Shirley. Uh, Father Howard, Mother Marion, Son Richie. Oh, uh, uh, Happy Days. Sorry. Three for three. Well, Milwaukee, I got wrong. That's all right. The show that ushered in the phrase Jiggle TV features three beautiful police academy trained (laughs) private detectives. Um, Charlie's Angels. That's right. African American couple George and Louise move into a swanky uh, Jefferson's. Yes, a thirty-something single woman who settles in Minneapolis. Mary Tyler Moore. Yes. Um, this this show revolves around a very outspoken middle-class woman who wears her liberal politics on her sleeve and shares her home in suburban Tuckahoe, New York, with fourth husband Walter, her divorced daughter Maude. Carol. Maud. Yes, that's what I need to do. I need to. Do. <laughs> A junk dealer runs roughshod over his son and Sanford partner. Sanford and son. Yes. An astronaut is seriously injured when his spaceship crashes. Handsome and athletic, he undergoes a government-sanctioned surgery, which rebuilds several of his body parts with machine parts, making him cyborg. Uh, the bionic man. Mm, or the uh, uh, million dollar man. Uh, how, many, oh, how many of them? How many millions? Uh, the six million dollar man. There you go. Shit. Jim is an ex-con and private detective. He was falsely convicted of a crime he didn't commit, but that doesn't stop him from using his ex-con buddies to help him solve crimes. Nothing comes easy for him, but he works hard and usually gets shot up or beat up at least once per episode. Wow, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's not Mannix. It's Jim. Fuck. You can come back. Fuck. All right, come back. 
One is neat. One is a slob. Both are divorced. Odd That's couple. Not, yes. Sam falls in love with a New York ad exec and seems to be the luckiest gal alive when she marries him in the first episode of the sitcom. Then she finds out that Sam is one of secret society of powerful witches and warlocks and that twitch of her nose brings magical oh, uh, results. Oh, um, 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 uh, bewitched. Nice. Fuck. I know the other one. 13, we'll come back. The classic comedy, this classic comedy series is a satire in all the daytime soaps out there. The stories revolve around a rich family, oh, um, Tates, uh, and a blue-collar yeah, yeah, family, yeah, yeah. Um, the Campbells. Um, um, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. It's, the, um, the stories mostly center around oh, crazy characters and sex. Um, the escapades oh are as God, soapy as you like can get. It's like an iconic fuck shit. Divorce, um, homosexuality, adultery, uh, um, kidnapping, uh, organized crime, oh war flashbacks, custody battles, uh, murder. Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. No. Oh, fuck. Murder and amnesia. Billy Crystal was in it. Yeah, I know. Um, fuck. You want to come back? Yeah. Shit. Fucking shit. <laughs> the life of a Depression-era family in Virginia's Blue Ridge Mountains is the subject of this wholesome series. The show is seen... Waltons. Yes. The saga of the Ewing family and its massive oil empire. Patriarch Jock has three sons. The eldest is J.R. Dynasty. No, the relentless CEO of Ewing Oil. It's not Dynasty? Oil. That's the spinoff. Oh. That's uh, less obviously malicious are Bobby and Gary. Oh, God. Who killed JR? Um, fuck. Fuck, fuck. What's the name of it? Yeah. At a luxurious but remote tropical island resort, this enigmatic host somehow makes the secret dreams of his well-heeled guests come true. Although twists of fate usually occasionally turn those dreams into nightmares. Wait, say that one again. At a luxurious but remote tropical island resort, the it's at the resort. Yeah, the enigmatic it's not host Gilligan's Island somehow so. makes the secret dreams of his well-heeled guests come true. Although twists of fate occasionally turn those dreams into nightmares. Fantasy Island. Yes. Shit. A divorce. A divorced mother moves to Indianapolis. One day at a time. Door. Yes, that was good. A man returns to his old high school. This time as a teacher. Uh, welcome back, Connor. Yes. An alien from another planet is on a mission from to Earth um, to study um, uh, Robin behavior. Williams. Um, he uh, travels uh, to 1970s uh, Boulder, Colorado, okay, okay. where he uh, meets up with a journalist graduate. Uh, his egg-shaped spacecraft. Blah lands. and blah, blah and blah. Um, oh my God! Uh, it's you know Robin Williams. Fucking. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh God! Go Mark and Minty. Yes. God damn fucking shithead. <laughs> Twenty. The series focuses on life in Greenwich Village's 12th precinct station house. Taxi. No, and, no, no, that's not taxi. Yeah. looks like the captain's um, looks at the captain's work and home life, but gradually becomes about the officers in the precinct, including always the always on the verge retirement of Detective Fish. Oh God, what the fuck? Um, oh, one of my favorites. I know. Um, all right, should we go back around? Yeah. Shit, fucking okay, so stupid bitch. Around. All right, sorry. <laughs> this one, you've Jim, an ex-con and a pri- is an ex-con and private detective. He was Serpico. Nope. You want it? Uh, okay, good. I think we'll we'll call that a no. Fuck. Okay, we got the next one. Uh, classic comedy is a satire in all daytime soaps out there. The stories revolve around a rich family. The okay, Tates. yeah. Um, it's a little bit of a trick. And blue collar family, the Campbells, with stories mostly centered around crazy characters and sex. I know, I know, I know. Um, escapades are soapy as you can get. It's not. Uh, it's um. Fuck. Clock is running. Okay, shut up. <laughs> um. <laughs> I know this one. Keep going. The classic saga of the Ewing family is massive oil empire. Patriarch Jock is. It's not Dynasty. It's um. Where is it? It's in Fort. No, it's in. Uh, 
Houston. No, um, it's in Texas. It's uh, Houston. Um, fuck. Uh, Houston. Um, <laughs> shit. What You're the fuck? You're gonna kill yourself. I know. Um, or you have three. So then, then this one, the series. H- not Houston. Is it Houston? No, it's um, Dallas. Damn. Fuck. Fucking shit. <laughs> fucking dumb. All right. The series Wait. focuses on life in Greenwich Village, 12th precinct house, uh, station house. Initially, it looks at the captain's work and home life. But oh, I know. Home. I know. Uh, it's um. So you got that one. You got the. Shit. Satire on daytime soaps. Oh my god, it was, was the last two. You want to call it? You did pretty well. I know, but I just the fucking one about. Uh, Give me another thirty seconds. Specific. Okay, precinct. Um. Oh god, it's not taxi. It's um. Fuck. <laughs> fucking shit. I see them in my head. I see them all in my head. <laughs> oh my I god. Done. All right, bye. All right. Fuck. All right. So the first one is soap. That's right. That's right. With Billy Crystal. Fucking and the, shit. And the second one is Barney Miller. Oh, Barney Miller. All Fuck. Right, I knew right. it. I knew it. All right, Neil. Fucking stupid. Oh, I got to go get him. I think he's outside. Okay, we'll be right back with Neil. We'll see how he does. It's going to be close. It is. Ah, that's bragging rights for a long time. There is a chance you could win, but you got to be quick. Okay? Because, I mean, oh, cause you, it, uh, she got a lot of them. She okay. got 17 out of 20. How many total questions? 20. Okay. Okay, we're gonna go fast. Uh, Let's, uh, it's on time, so you gotta, you know what I mean? Okay. Okay, so don't, don't. Uh, okay. Here we go. And members of, I'm, I'm gonna describe the show from Wikipedia. You okay. tell me the name of the show. Okay? Oh shit. Okay. Seventies TV. Members oh, of the four oh seven seventh Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. Cash. Yes. Good job. Oh, the lead oh, character. Scary right there. The lead <laughs> character is a loudmouth, uneducated bigot who believes in every stereotype he's All ever. All the heard. family. Yes. Mm, Number three. I'm set, on fire right now. Uh, so is everybody until oh, they get to the oh, set in 1950s and 1960s Milwaukee. This series tells the Laverne story. Shirley. This tells the fam- story of a family: father Howard, oh. mother Marion, and son Richie, and daughter. Jordan. Oh, Happy Days. Which, of course, the spinoff was Laverne and Shirley. Yes. That's what I was really saying. The show that is talking usher- about the spinoff from that show. It's your time. You want to waste it? The show has ushered in the phrase Jiggle TV, features three beautiful police academy trained. Charlie's Angels. Ta- yes. Mm. African American couple George and Louise <laughs> move into a <laughs> swanky high rise building. The Jeffersons. Yeah. Uh oh. A 30 something <laughs> single woman who settles in Minneapolis. Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> These are so easy. Shut up. The show revolves around a very outspoken middle-class woman who wears her liberal politics on her sleeve and shares her home. And Maude? Su- yes. <laughs> wow. You're I, annoying. I can't believe it. I've never I've never gotten okay, five so. in a row ever. A junk dealer runs roughshod over his son and partner. Sanford and son. I guess I grew up watching these shows because the 80s quiz I was terrible on. Yeah, you, you get crushed. You're old oh, like me. Geez. An astronaut is seriously injured when a spaceship crashes. Handsome and athletic, he undergoes a government-sanctioned surgery. The Bionic Man. Uh, you're going to have to be more specific. That's not Six the Six million show. dollar man. Yep. Okay. I went to Universal Studios okay. and bought that poster. Okay, shut up. <laughs> Jim is an ex-con and private detective. He was falsely convicted of a crime he didn't commit, but that doesn't stop him from using his ex-con buddies to help him solve crimes. Nothing comes easy for him, but he works hard and usually gets, a sh- gets shot at or beat up at least once an episode. Wow, I don't know that one. I mean, my guess was Starsky and Hutch, but then... Uh, you want to come back to it? Uh, Columbo, sorry. Wait, read the first part again. Jim is an ex-con and private detective. He was falsely convicted <sighs> of a crime he Shit. didn't commit, but that doesn't stop him from using his ex-con buddies to help him solve Cannon. 
Nope. Ah, shit. All right. That was a weird guess. What was that? It's the Rockford Five. Ah, I knew it. I shot my grandma's going to kill me for that one. Shit. One is neat. One is a slob. Both are divorced. That's the odd couple. Yes. Sam falls in love with the New York ad exec and seems to be the luckiest gal alive when she marries him in the first episode of the sitcom. Then he finds out that Sam is one of a secret society of powerful witches and warlocks. Bewitched. That's right. Wow. I was not going to get that until you said the witch. Part of the show, it's kind of the hook. <laughs> this classic comedy series is a satire in all daytime soaps out there. The stories revolve around a rich family, the Tates, and a blue collar. Fa- That's right. Uh-oh, Judy. Uh- <laughs> That's the one Judy didn't get. The life of a depression area family, Virginia Blue Ridge Mountains, is the sum- subject of Beverly this whole series. No, not that. It's not the Beverly Hills. The Hill show is seen from the point of view of the oldest son, who eventually goes to college, serves in World War II, and becomes a novelist. Wait, read the first part. The life of the of the uh, the life of a depression era family in Virginia's Big Blue Ridge Mountains. How do you oh, the Waltons. Yeah, they, Jesus Christ. I didn't watch that show. I didn't like it. I did not like that show. I did not like the Waltons. Any families that wasn't mine. I did not like the Waltons. The saga of the Ewing family and its massive oil Dallas. empire. Maybe it was too close to home, the Waltons. <laughs> Judy cannot come up with the name of the place in Texas. The, at a luxurious but remote tropical island resort. The Fantasy en- Island? You didn't ask me the Barney Miller one, by the way. What? Oh, Barney Miller. You didn't ask me the Barney Miller That's one. That's a good one, too. Go. Wait, I didn't get to it yet. Well, Barney Miller's a good one. I what thought- are you doing? Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, she's got Barney Miller. <laughs> divorced mother moves to Indianapolis with her daughters, rebellious Julie and wisecracking Barbara, where she struggles to raise her teens on her own. Anne tries to maintain a balance between being a career woman and caring for the girls, who she wants to be able to offer the independence she never had as a young woman. Schneider, the building's quirky oh, superintendent. Oh, fuck I, you. I, I thought it's like... You can't. You, <laughs> you gotta you stop. Before. I know, but he's getting too much information. Well, the, the time on the clock <laughs> I don't keeps know. going. Well, All right. I, don't, I still don't know the name of like uh, uh, once in a... Uh, one shit. We'll go to the next one. All right. One time. You still have her on time. The man, a man Once. returns to his old high school. This time is a teacher. He's put in charge of a class of. Welcome full, back, Cotter. Yes. Uh, one life. No, and, one life to live the soap. An shit. alien from another planet is on a mission to Earth to study human Mark behavior. Mork and Mindy. Jeez. And this series focuses on life in a Greenwich Village 12th Precinct Station House. Oh, God. Oh, Initially, shit. it looks at the captain's work. And Barney Miller. Oh, that's oh, not that's fair. Just, that just, that just, I just no, super smart. I didn't smart. fuck myself. No way. That All was just right, me you know. being super smart. No, it wasn't. <laughs> a divorce, we have to take that one out. I, I have took, an extra one if I need I it. Took a divorced that. mother moves to Indianapolis with her daughter's rebellious Julie and... And wisecracking Barbara. I know it. I can't think of it. They just remade it. It's like once. Uh, I, I can't think of it. I'm going to say Judy. no. One day at a time. Yes. All one right. day at so, Here's the situation. Neil, there's two minutes left. You <laughs> have right. Judy on time. Okay, go. You get this right. We give you the show because I had to take Tony Miller out. Okay. Good luck. This is Wait, for what the are we doing? Game. Go ahead. This is for the whole game because right. it's harder than right. the Barney Miller okay, one. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. No, this is for Neil. But if he doesn't get it, I'll give it to you. Okay. This is really hard. Okay. A show starring Buddy Epson and Lee Merriweather as a father and daughter, daughter-in-law who run a private detective firm in Los Angeles, California. That's all I'm giving you. Okay. You uh, get it? You win. What's, a show starring Buddy Epson, he was really old, and yeah. Lee, Meredith, Lee, Lee Merriweather as a father and daughter-in-law who run a private detective firm in Los Angeles, California. <sighs> 
Neil. You get I mean, it. You win. I will there's, give you there's, 30 seconds. I got to do it like a real show then. There is Heart to Heart. No. Uh, there is Canon. No. There's the Rockford you know, Files. Uh, I can see the opening of the show. In my <laughs> I don't think I know it. I don't. Um, Kojak, but that doesn't sound like Kojak. <laughs> Shit. Um, um. All right. I'm throwing it out there. Judy, you get it. You beat him. I don't have it. God damn it. It was. Um... Fuck. When <laughs> I hear the guy saying the fucking thing. Um. It's not Madlock. Uh, it's um, I'm gonna call this game a tie because of this. I'll take a tie. That's that's, a, that's not bad for me. It never ties. That's it. We run out of wait, time. Wait, wait. Oh fuck. What's it? Be- who's the? Who else is in it? Buddy Epson. Buddy Epson and Lee Merriweather. I can see the fucking yeah. opening of the show in my head. I'll give you the initials to the show. Right. What? Ready? This yeah. Whoever gets in first. B J. Blowjob. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's B J and the bear. Buddy. Wait. Uh. <laughs> BJ and the Bear? Um, no, it's um, <laughs> Barnaby Jones! There oh! it is! Yes! Oh, yes! Right. Yes! Oh, Judy yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! Yes! Oh, that was clutch, Judy. Uh, yeah, thank right. you. Thank oh, you, everyone. At the buzzer. Barnaby, I should have got that. Oh, yeah, that baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, baby. All right, the way we end the show is uh, one good thing or one bad thing. You should have said he was on. The it was week. the same guy from uh, the what? the the. The show, Buddy Epson. He was on the uh, what show? He was on the show first before he did that, right? What show first? Buddy Epson wasn't he on? I was the... on another show. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. One good thing or bad thing of the week. That's what we do. I'm gonna pimp yours because we've never done this, but I want you to talk about something specific. Uh, Neil, do yours. Mine first. is a good bad thing or just a hard thing. It just happened. So I obviously Bruce Springsteen came out, yep. and I love that night right. of my life when I went. So I then been forcing people to watch it on Netflix because it just came out on Netflix. <laughs> okay. And it's just like it reminds me. When it, have you ever like forced someone to watch something yes. and you want them to like it? But yeah. They fucking but you're hate not it. in the room. No. So, so Bethel and her play? mom. I'm forcing Bethel and her mom to watch Bruce Springsteen. Oh, no. So I make it about 45 minutes and, I, and they're 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 up. Talking. They're they're in the kitchen. They're doing everything. And finally, it's a theater experience. I, finally, I give up. I'm like, all right, we can turn. And they're like, oh, we really loved it though. <laughs> we really, we it was memorable. <laughs> they they hated every second. Of, I saw I, I saw it. I la- wanted them to like week. it so bad. Yeah, I you, wanted. You went. The, I, I went. It? He's on. He's otherworldly. Yeah. yeah, it's so depressing. I would have even yeah. gone. Yeah. To it's that. really depressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was crying around me. Uh, I didn't know. Well, then, then my, yeah. Okay. Uh, my one. Good, I talked to him after the show. I'll do mine last, Judy. I want to pimp yours. The good thing you wrote a uh, piece for CNN.com yes. about Penny Marshall. Mm-hmm. She died this week. I guess that's a bad thing of the week. Your op-ed, or is that an op-ed? I, it's I guess beautiful. It's an opinion. Piece. Talk about how important she was. Well, she. Well, we we talked about this in the gay thing being represented on television. Here's right. like a not, you know, not classically beautiful like Farrah Fawcett, yeah. a woman with a loud mouth and just hilarious. Yeah, and it just gave girls like me, like, oh wow, wow, yeah. that's me. Yeah. That's me. You know, she was the first. Yeah, Myrna Turner. She did, yeah, and she did that, and then she turned into the crazy great director. Right. And just so, and her brother helped her. Yeah, which is nice. Which is very nice. Um, my, did uh, did you have another one you want to do, Judy? I didn't want to force that one. Wait, on you. no, was, I love that one. Oh, that okay. was a good thing that happened this week. Um, my good thing of the week is the Hassenfeld Children's Hospital at NYU Langone. Birdie is there right now. She got a virus, two viruses, two colds in one, and we rushed. We had to take her to the hospital, so she's been there for a couple of days. She's on the mend. 
but this hospital is brand spanking yeah, new. Yeah, it's great. It's unbelievable. NYU what they is have the now. best NYU Children's Hospital, hospital. in the world. I remember. How old is she? Birdie is six months. Okay, yeah. Little, I ha- we seven. had a I had a thing where we had to get a spinal tap for Oh, ben. my God. Horrible. This, so, Hassenfeld Children's Hospital, it's on 34th and 1st. If you need a children's best hospital, hospital, it's the best hospital going. Um, thank you, Judy. This yeah, has been so much amazing. Oh, my God. Well, I we went, can we, I come back? Anytime. We, we would, uh, we'll built, do it again. We, we want right. to rematch. Me and sure. We had built to this moment, just so you know. Yeah, you're going to yeah. close out the year for us. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Thank you.